Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. They should call this one, my ex-wife is better. This is called, called my gir- girlfriend's better. And my ex-wife, my third wife is better. That doesn't have a ring to it. I thought you've been married three times? I've been married three times. Strike three, you're out. <laughs> Were you the one that ended it? Uh, was the... Assortment of calamities what, what contributed kind of, to my marital downfall. What kind of calamities, Cecil? Oh, where to begin? Oh, wow. Where to begin? Oh, boy. Uh, substance abuse, exotic pets. What? Infidelity. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Was that all your fault? Uh, according to them. Oh, no. According to them, it was all <laughs> Cecil's fault. <laughs> Cecil ain't worth a shit. Depends on who you ask. Ooh. Uh-huh. We had to get the local judicial officials involved. Okay. Uh-huh. Alimony. I, my second wife, I paid child support for 12 years. We never even had a child. <laughs> well, she had a good attorney, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, uh-huh. Well, you could have just stopped, I uh, guess. I'm assuming you could have just stop Stopped what? The alimony that, uh, for the child you don't well, have? Yeah, too little, too late. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. See, so what did you put in the fridge? Because you uh, just opened it, and it smells like death. Yeah, something's rotten in there. <laughs> Dude, why don't you take it out? I'm afraid to look closer. Cecil, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it from you. Oh, boy. Cecil. Just, Always an American treasure, Bill. Always an American treasure. How about going to play that at the fridge? <laughs> All right, thanks, Cecil. Anyway. Wow. What's up, Boo? Hi, Boo. How are you? Boo, I am surviving the apocalypse of kidney stones. <laughs> Boo Boo got some kidney stones. Dude. Mm. I What's going on? I have made fun of you for years over your kidney stones. And this is karma. This is karma for all of the times that... I made fun of you for your kidney stones because you would. You Why would, would you make fun of me? What? What's? What, how's that funny? Because I was just. Ha-ha. Yeah, you're in extreme pain, idiot. It's the worst pain I've ever. <laughs> the the first time pain. I've had them. Uh, we've talked about that a little bit on this show, but I've, I think I've had kidney stones about five times, and the very first time, I literally thought I was dying. I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was having kidney failure. I knew, you know, somewhere something to do with my kidneys or. Yeah. Somewhere on my insides. But I, I literally thought I was dying. I was when like, was your first kidney first stone? First one was probably, um, I would say, like 2006. Okay. Yeah. And it just came out of nowhere. 
And I just remember laying on the bathroom floor, and my girlfriend at the time, I was like, I, I think I'm dying. I don't oh, know what's going on. Did she, she make fun of you? She drove me to the <laughs> she drove me to the ER, and on the in route to the ER, I puked out the window of the car. Like I, it was so much pain. Have you ever vomited from pain? Yes. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it is. Your body is just shutting down mm-hmm. in a way where death is coming. Sure. Yeah. Who hasn't vomited from pain? That's my question. Who amongst us has been (laughs) vomited all over from pain? What's wrong? Can we turn that fan off? Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's just hot. Yeah, it is warm. You're getting all deserty in here. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know. I like it hot. I know. But you also run hot. Yeah, that's true. So it's like double the heat, double the fun, am I right? Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I've been with my dad a lot. I was, uh, years ago, when we were living in Silver Lake, I remember, I ran in, I was running errands, and I went to um, that Whole Foods 365, right oh, there yeah. on uh, oh, Glendale yes. Boulevard. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I, I I just, I was in my car running errands, and I ran into a comic, I forgot who it was, somebody I knew, I ran into him at the store, and I was sweating, <laughs> and they were like, oh, are you are you out working on your cardio? And I was like, oh no, I drove here. This is just how I am. I'm just wet most of the year. You're damp. (laughs) Damp is the boo. Boo likes to be damp. Yep. Anyway, kidney stones. Boo. I know. You've been in terrible pain. I know. For how long? This has been going on way too long. It's like a... You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of... Chinese is it Japanese or Chinese water torture? Where it's like a slow drip, 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 drip. Yeah, I think it's Chinese. Although I don't know if that's a real thing. I don't know if that's oh, it a is. racist term. No, I don't think it is. Okay. I think it is a real thing. Because I don't know though, because I'm are very you, Are you Chinese or are you Japanese? I'm from Laos. <laughs> landlocked country in Southeast Asia. So, are you Chinese or are you Japanese? Oh, man, King of the Hill. Always classic, uh-huh. boo. Yeah. All right. So, you, you feel like it's Chinese water torture? Because it's just kind of there, and then it'll disappear. It's like the inside of my body is gaslighting me. Like, hey, extreme pain here for five, four, three, two. And then it's like, just kidding, you're crazy. <laughs> you, do you know what that is? If, you, if it's an actual kidney stone, do you know why that pain is coming and going? Um... Because it hates me and wants me to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank hey you, buddy. Truman. <laughs> Truman. He agrees with me. Truman's making an appearance today. Uh, it's if if that really is what's going on. If you have a kidney stone, uh, it's literally the 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 jagged calcium deposits are literally carving a pathway through your uh, kidney tissue and into your bladder. Like it's uh. literally. Bush hogging through your kidneys. Well, how do I make it go faster? Here's the thing. I've been chugging olive oil mm-hmm. because that's what? the thing. Yeah. Internet's, chugging olive oil. Yeah, you're I'm supposed to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking oh. everything. Anything you anything the internet oh. has told me to drink, I've been drinking. The it. thought of just turning up a bottle of olive oil. <laughs> oh God. It's not bad with lemon. If How much you have, have you... What do you mean chugging? It says to take a glass of olive oil and drink <laughs> it. And that's what I did. You, you I, drink a yes, glass? First of, of all, oil. do you know how many calories that is? I per, I'm sure a lot, but it's supposed to ooze, like lubricate. You that. drink a glass <laughs> of olive oil. Uh, yes. 
in a water bottle, like a small water bottle, not a big water bottle, a little water bottle with some lemon. It wasn't bad. Olive oil. Olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin. Not diluted. No. They said to drink (laughs) olive oil. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that. That And I... I hope I'm wrong. I, that just does not sound right. Yeah, and then I also drank an entire bottle of lemon juice straight up. Then I I juiced asparagus, chugged that down. I uh, also have just juiced been, it or or, blend, or blended it. No, I juiced it. it. Okay. <laughs> Which didn't make too much juice. Yeah. Oh, asparagus juice. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it I was... think I'd rather drink olive oil. <laughs> Now, you, you've done all this crazy shit, but you, you've yet to do my remedy that has worked for me three or four times. Okay, but the internet says that your remedy is full of shit. Well, I'm living proof. Stuff. It's worked Sorry. for Sorry, I'm trying to work on my mouth. Yeah, clean it up. Huh. Clean it up, Missy. I can't believe you drink a... <laughs> like, when you say a bottle, like a 16-ounce bottle? Like no, a, like a little, like, like this. Well, that's that's great podcasting, by the way. No one can see <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> She's holding her hands about eight inches apart, mimicking what would be about a 16-ounce bottle. Like a little... Okay, here's the thing. It wasn't all 16 ounces. Mm-hmm. It was probably like like eight ounces. I think you just ingested 9,000 calories of <laughs> olive oil. And then... Lemon juice, and I just downed it. No, olive oil is very good for you. Well, I know that. It's very good. (laughs) It's supposed to help you. In certain quantities. Yeah, but it's supposed to lubricate the... Are you understanding the... the why I did it? Yeah, I'm, you're painting quite a picture. Good. I, I get it's it. supposed to lubricate uh-huh. the stones, <laughs> and then it goes through easier. Oh, boy. Yeah. Then I've been on to... I got a big thing of pomegranate juice, drank that. I did watermelon juice. I did... Um, oh, you know what else I did? There's no telling. Salt water. Yeah. I don't know if that was good. I just felt like it might be. I didn't read that anywhere. What? I kind of made that up. <laughs> what? Because think, salt water goes together. Maybe the rocks of the salt. It's it's that uh, the salt shaker that you twist. Mm-hmm. You know the rock salt. Yeah. So that was great. Uh-huh. Um, I, <laughs> I, I've, yeah, I'm just really. Taking this seriously. For those who don't know, my asparagus <laughs> remedy, not mine, I didn't create it, I, but when I had kidney stones, I think the second time, my dad actually, I remember, I was, this was the second time, I'm just laying in my apartment, Aww. like on the ground, just, just in the floor, just in horrible pain, and my dad, uh, my girlfriend was talking to my dad on the phone, and he's like, well, I found, I found this remedy this asparagus remedy, and he printed it off and, and oh. drove it over to me. Oh, he and I think drove he, it Yeah, over. and I think he even got the stuff. Um, but basically, it was like three or four cans of asparagus blended up, not juiced, but blended, so you get all the fiber and everything. Um, all It said all within one hour, you're supposed to drink like three or four cans of blend, pureed asparagus, a gallon of distilled water, and two liters of soda, of like a, a cola, whether it be diet or regular or whatever. And uh, I, I chugged all that. that. That was like some fear factor shit. Yeah, that's... Like I was almost vomiting just from consuming that much stuff in an hour. Yeah. Um, and then they wanted you to jump up and down a little bit to kind of really? loosen it up. But it worked. Like the first time I had them, it took like 36 hours to pass with no assistance. Okay. But the second and third time I did those that remedy and I passed it like within two hours both times. It just wow. kind of tidal waves it out of you. Wow. And you pee it out. 
Yeah. Oh, for Oof. a man, that's hard. Yeah. Because your penis. Yeah, but yeah, my penis. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm clear. <laughs> Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> there was another in this. Uh, he he bought it. He was like a, a PDF. He had to download. Uh, the the asparagus remedy was just one of a few remedies. There was another remedy, and I never tried this, but this is totally true. Uh, they, it was called the watermelon remedy, Ooh. where you were supposed to, Charlie, take Come it easy. Come on, buddy. Uh, you're supposed to sit in a warm bath and eat as much watermelon <laughs> as you could physically hold. And then they, they encourage you. They were talking about, like, once you really get going with a watermelon, you're going to have to pee so much that they were like, just just pee in the tub. Just just stay in the tub. Oh, I pee in every just... tub I'm ever in. Oh, oh, no, was that something I wasn't supposed to No, I to mean, share? I, wait. I, I pee in the shower. <laughs> I've, I've never peed in a I, bath. I pee in every single bathtub no. I've ever been in. Yeah. No. Yeah, everyone pees in the when bathtub. When you take a bath. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Boy, what are that's you? That's disgusting. No, it's not. You're sitting in your own pee. <laughs> no, it's urine is very healthy for you. Uh-huh. First of all, Here we and go. it's lay it on me. <laughs> Justify this terrible behavior. First of all, it's not a lot of pee. Uh-huh. It's not like I'm a monster. I'll just kind of pee because it'll be hot water and a little bit will come out. And I'll just be like, okay, no big deal. Let's just keep on going, Katie. Come on. It's fine. I'm not going to waste water. I don't want to leave a big old footprint or whatever. What's that called? Mm-hmm. Green. That's, that's why you're doing it. <laughs> you're a psychopath. Are you serious? You just sit in a pool, tepid pool of your own urine? Listen, I think you're, okay, you're thinking of it as a giant um, toilet bowl, right? And I'm just sitting in my piss. No, toilet bowl actually (laughs) flushes down and and leaves. This is worse. Okay. All right. I hear what you're saying. Just a urine sauna. You ask any woman, you ask any woman, every, and if, ladies, am I right? I am not alone here. I know I'm not alone. Much like my codependency, I know there is a weirdo out there that pees in every single bathtub. It, it just happens. You're in the bathtub. You're not going to get out. You're all soapy. What, am I going to waddle over to the bathroom toilet? You hold get, it until you get out or I, you pee before. But you're so relaxed and you're in it and you're just like, it's But fine. then you're sitting in urine. Well, hello, I'm not disgusting. I rinse off after. Changes everything. <laughs> and that was the day Katie was left. It was bound to happen. Well, my watermelon story kind of loses its edge now where you're like, oh, yeah, big deal. <laughs> no, but they wanted you Have just you ever peed in, the, in a hot tub? Not, no, not that I know. Really? No, because I'm considerate. <laughs> First of all, I've never owned a hot tub, so any hot tub I've ever been in has been someone else's, so I'm not just going to piss all over someone's okay. hot tub. Okay, all right. Have you ever peed in a pool? How was that? Actually, probably when I was a kid yeah, on accident. When you were in a, yeah, so it's the same thing. It's not, because I, I said when I was a kid, an accident, not grown woman and willingly... <laughs> Listen, I am okay with my body, okay? (laughs) I am okay with what comes out, what comes in. Mm. Listen, all's great in the Katie world. I don't pee a lot. It's not, I think you're not understanding what I'm saying. (laughs) I pee before I get into the bathtub, Mm -hmm. okay? So if I'm in the bathtub and I'm enjoying myself with the bubbles and the Epsom salt, and all of a sudden a little pee comes out, 
I'm not going to ruin the mood and get up and pee. What do you mean a little pee comes out like you're not on a roller coaster? <laughs> well, you know you're what? You're <laughs> skydiving. You're sitting in a tub. You can't, you can't clamp it down for 10 minutes? No. If I have to go, I have to go. I mean, that could be a problem. I don't know. Afraid to ask about other things. Oh, no, there's (laughs) nothing else to ask. (laughs) You're a maniac. I'm not normal. That's for sure. But I'm, listen, I'm not alone in this. I know there are all of you out there that do this. And don't be shy. Don't let Dave Stone shame you. Hey, bathtub peers of America, of the world, Let's gather together and just say, piss it. You're chugging olive oil, <laughs> pissing in the tub. What's wrong with you? I don't know. It's been a weird summer. In all seriousness, how are you doing? How long has this been going on, the kidney stones? It's been several days, right? Yeah, it's been about four days. Jeez. Uh, but yesterday, it was so bad. I mean, it was... I just keep waiting for this beautiful stone to come out. Also, question... Are kidney stones kind of like crystals that you could buy? Like, do you think they have energy? Like, maybe when I pass my kidney stone, I should keep it. You make a necklace. <laughs> like, look what I did, everybody. Make little earrings. Don't talk to the creepy girl that holds her kidney stone. <laughs> oh, man, you're marrying me, dude. Mm. I I don't have a choice. I'm me. But mm. you... Um, guys, he's leaving. Mm. He's walking out the door and... I'm kidding. I don't pee in the bathtub. That's disgusting. <laughs> Good Lord. This is the Stonebergs. Yeah, we're going to the Stonebergs. Good Lord. <laughs> God, sorry we're not all Mr. Clean over here. I don't pee in hot tubs. Yeah, look at pretentious Dave. Oh, he doesn't sit in his own waist. You he know, thinks he's better than everyone. But you pee in the shower. Shower goes down the drain. That's just the same thing, Negative. Mister. No, yes, I'm is. not sitting in Backsplash. it. Backsplash. Backsplash. No. That's almost worse. No, I got my technique Backsplash. down. No. You don't know. You don't know. I, I do know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I do know. <laughs> but if you had a rough week, you got kidney stones, you almost choked to death on a piece of steak. Oh, we're going to go there. Come on. That's, that's like a weekly occurrence. Boo. Right? I find it disturbing <laughs> that... We've only known each other for a few years, and more than once I've had to smack you on the back to dislodge a piece of meat that is caught in your throat. You gotta, um, gotta chew your food, boo. Okay, so you know I'm a fast eater, and as a fast eater, I just, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy the delicious food you prepare, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm on your side here. I'm like, hey... Dave Stone, chef of the year, let me get this amazingness in my mouth and chew it up. And sometimes I, j- I just go too fast. But you really were choking. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like I was really, it went from, it's crazy when something like that happens, how quick the mood turns from, you know, we're, we're eating and true. having fun to like, oh shit, my fiance's dying in front of my eyes. Well, I'm not a sit and eater. Like, I'm not a sit at a table eater, mm-hmm. you know, like the rest of people. Yeah. <laughs> I like to hover, <laughs> hover over my food uh-huh. at a counter, perhaps. Or maybe, hey, is this a pillow that I could use as a placemat? Yeah, I can. And I could put it on my lap while I'm eating and watching Sopranos. Perfect. What have I always said that one of my goals for this relationship, 
we're gonna live in love. Mm-hmm. That always, but also family I, first. I, I, I feel <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> breakfast first. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like one of my objectives, even more so now that we're on the verge of getting married. On the verge. Um, it's like you're walking the plank. <laughs> Excuse like, me. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it now. Uh, <laughs> Can't get the deposit back. I just don't want you to die a stupid death, boo. Oh, you say that, but you know death. it's going to happen. Boo, you got to chew your food. Uh, you were literally choking, boo-boo. Okay, so it was that point of choke. It, I think you took it too seriously because it was... At choke, it was at like, okay, it wasn't at red light choke. It wasn't, we weren't at level red. Mm -hmm. We were at level dark green. So there's dark green level, which is like, okay, we should probably be nervous. There's hot yellow, which is, uh uh-oh, Katie's about to die. And then red is death. I wasn't even near red. So wait, which one is it where (laughs) you're losing oxygen and you've got panic in your eyes? That's well. That's daily. Uh huh. But um, I'd say that's a deep green, maybe to. I'd say a little bit of yellow. It like was a yellow. And this is this is weird. This is probably the third time this has happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it is a weird sensation. Not only am I like in the moment panicking because I'm watching the the quickly the life leave your body. Sure. But then three uh, on three different occasions, I've had to physically strike you <laughs> very hard. <laughs> Dave hits me. Everybody in the back. Like I gave you it a was, wallop. It was a wallop. Mm-hmm. It was a wallop, and it hurt. But you know what? I don't know what it was, but with that wallop, boom, meat went down. It was great. So I don't know. Oh, hi, uh, Harvey. What's up? Everyone's just here. Harvey's on the table, Harvey, guys. come on, bud. Okay. Come on. Bam. He's so big. Ah! <laughs> Charlie's on Charlie's, the case. Get him okay. out of here. Harvey, come on. <laughs> it's okay. Let's just go ahead and ding, ding, ding. Uh-oh. Here it is. Uh, right, okay. You're like my buddy Gilbert. Oh, uh, Gilby. Gilbert, who who I love, great friend, great dude, uh, absolute maniac when it comes to eating. <laughs> like, this dude eats like he's spent his whole life in prison. Yeah. Like, he eats so... F- I'm not exaggerating. You, I, I'm No hyperbole, no exaggeration. Multiple times I've seen Gilbert, he will eat so fast that he starts to choke, but he's so used to it now that he doesn't panic and he does this thing where he he will grab his own throat and like squeeze his own throat and, and like manipulate his throat and 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 squeeze the food manually oh. externally smart. push the food down smart that is smart that you're like is, let me get this technique me, yeah i've literally no, seen that's... him he grabs his own throat kind of like he's choking himself and he will manually like squeeze his throat in a weird way to where he's like from the outside, pushing the food down his throat. Wow. And I'm like, I, so many times, I'm like, buddy, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I, I, I know, I know, I, I, I know. I, it's just I, how I do it. I get it. I love Gilbert. Oh, yeah. Gilbert. He came over at Silver Lake Apartment, right? Uh-huh. And I ordered pie. Oh, yeah. And it was pie. rotten. Yeah, we got, that's what you get for ordering delivered pie. Delivered pie. I, that was my thing for like a few mm. months. Okay, a year. Shout out to the Astro <laughs> Diner for serving moldy pie. <laughs> moldy pie. Oh, don't do banana cream pie to go, guys. It's just. Well, boo. I'm just, I'm worried about you, boo. Well, yeah. I mean, you have every right to be. I'm, but I got to tell you, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like a cat. I'm on okay. life seven. 
I got two left. <laughs> no, I should be dead for sure. But I'm, I'm a survivor, man, like Destiny's Child says. Did you know that was my first concert? No. Destiny's Child. Really? The smash hit band, the girl band with Beyonce. Yeah. What were the other girls' names? I forgot. I forget, too. Were, were she, was she sisters with any of those? With any of the any people. Of, any of those. Is that the right <laughs> wow. terminology? Any of those? Any of those people? Any of those women? I think one of them was her sister, right? I don't know. Anyway. Where, where did you see that concert? Oh, it was at, um, it was like in Irvine mm-hmm. at like Kiss, Kiss FM. Oh, okay. It was like one of those Kiss FM concerts and like Shaggy was there. and was a couple, Rick D's hosting yeah, it? Yeah, it was like a really cool thing. I don't, oh no. It might have been Ryan Seacrest, but it was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it was so hot. Mm-hmm. I got sunburned. <laughs> I'm such an old woman. <laughs> You've been to some weird shows. What's that show you um, went to at the Greek that I thought, like, I was surprised? Didn't you go to a Snoop Dogg show? Or Oh, yes. On 420, I went um, to Snoop Dogg, and I thought I was so Who cool. else? There was somebody else there. Was it um, Sublime? or No, Snoop Dogg and... It was Long Beach Dub All Stars. It was yeah. It was definitely slightly stupid. Sure, uh-huh. something different. <laughs> I had taken a marijuana, um, a cookie uh-huh. that was made of marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> and I ate it. And I decided during the show that I was dying. Yeah, and I had to exit. Mm-hmm. And the only way to go was to ghost everybody mm-hmm. and run down the street until I got to my house, which was five miles away. <laughs> That's right, running down the street. Never a dull moment. Nope. Gotta ju- Sometimes you got to go home. You just got to go home. And if you have to run, that's okay. So how are you feeling today with the kidney stones? Doing good. Yeah? Doing good, feeling better, because I'm hydrating, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm hydrating. I'm holding up my water yeah, bottle today. They can't today. see that. They can't <laughs> see that. Keep holding up yeah, stuff. That's all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll do a little play-by-play if you need. <laughs> <laughs> but boo, enough about my insides. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Really? Do, do You're a little bachelor pad over here now. Yeah. By the way, uh, you've been gone. You 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 doubled back today to uh, to record, but uh, you've been gone. This is like day six yeah. that you've been away. So you stopped by today. So that's good to see you. Actually, I saw you yesterday. I went over to your dad's house. Yeah, that's I'm where you've been, Papa D. We've talked about that before. About about every six to eight weeks, uh, young Jack. Has to, to leave and go back and see his family. Yeah, up his in dad. Washington State, and mm-hmm. then uh, mm-hmm. then Granddad is uh, by himself. So Katie steps in. I sure do. I sure do. But how's that going? It's amazing because yeah. this week uh-huh. I got a visitor. An angel from God came in the form of Liz Bowler, yeah. my Lizzie B. Uh-huh. Oh, my sister from another Mister decided to come in and help me because. She could tell in my voice that I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown, and boom, she's there. So she just surprised you. Yeah, so she, she just came in. Me, she just came in. That's awesome. Yeah, and she's been helping with my dad. My dad and her get along really well. Really, which is she's just such a trooper. She's like, oh, I love hearing his stories, and I'm like, that's such a nice way of saying he never shuts up. <laughs> and my dad has an audience all the time mm-hmm. because Liz is a really great listener. Uh-huh. Like she actually listens she's to him. Patient. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like because he'll just talk, and I'll be like shut up yeah. and then he'll scream shut up at me and then i'll say turn on swamp people yeah 
he doesn't like swamp people. I try to listen to your dad. It, it, he's hard to follow sometimes. Hard. It's yeah. hard to understand. Sometimes. <laughs> his, his train of thought. No. It's, it's, uh, it, you know what? It is a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. It is. That you just have to either strap on with a helmet yeah. or just get out. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, you can't half-ass it, boo. Yeah. You just can't half-ass it. But yeah, you made the greatest t- chicken tortilla soup yeah. ever. Made some chicken tortilla soup, brought it over last night. We all had a nice little family dinner. It was so cute. Yeah, it was fun. It was so cute. Was and then I had a kidney stone. Mm. And then you had to go. <laughs> I was like, thanks for coming. And then Dad and Liz yeah. were so tired, they were sleeping. So you're moaning with kidney stones. And then I go to tell Liz and your dad goodbye. They're both conked out. And I was just like, well, all right, I'm going to. Way to party. Irish um, goodbye this. Listen, it's getting close to my bedtime right now. It's mm-hmm. almost 5 p.m. Yeah. It's getting late. Get in late. But it's going good. It's going good. It's cute because Jack has become quite the farmer. He's yeah. planted all these amazing orchard trees in yeah. the back of my dad's house. And. He's into exotic fruits, too. Yeah. There's, like, dragon fruit and passion fruit and guavas. What's that other one? Uh, uh, cherimoya. Cherimoya. He found a cherimoya tree, mm-hmm. and so he has two cherimoya trees. And so Jack has been asking me to take pictures yeah, he wants to of check certain in. trees yeah. just to see how they're doing. Yeah. And that was the cutest request I've ever gotten. And I I'm love that. happy, happy to be there to help. I love that he's... Like he's a teenage boy and his his hobby is agriculture. Yeah, and he's really good at it. Yeah. And he's like fixing the sprinklers up in Washington for his really? dad. I guess. Yeah, he's working on their agricultural thing up there. So yeah, that's great. He's so sweet. So yeah, it's good. It's good that I'm close by. That's what we. <laughs> that's a Harvey voice, guys. That was my attempt at a Harvey voice. Well, other big news uh, <gasps> in, in the Katie universe this week. You, Ooh, what? You, uh, <gasps> you, you got a gig. Guys, I'm back teaching silver sneakers. That's right. That's for active older adults over 55. When you first started, what, about three or four years ago? Yes. uh, Getting into personal training? Mm I called it. I, I said, you were trying to figure out, you know, do I go to work for a gym? Do I start my own business? Whatever. And, uh... I, I, I said, you need mm-hmm. to teach senior citizens. I love, well, they're my people. That just seems like such a good fit. Yeah. So now you're uh, the YMCA. YMCA, Silver Sneakers, I it's like through YMCA. Uh-huh. So you can, I'm kind of like a contractor okay. that comes and in. And you kind of float around to yeah. multiple branches. Yes. And you had your first uh, class the other day. Yep, so I sure did. walk us through that. Okay, so my new boss asked, oh, can you sub? Now, there wasn't much communication with my new boss and old boss, I don't think, because I got the job, and then I went to, like, one training or two trainings. This was about a year ago. About, right, yeah, before right COVID. COVID. Uh-huh. And honestly, I only did, like, the computer modules. It's like, when somebody's choking, you know, make them not die. Slap them on the yeah. back. <laughs> and then shame them on the podcast. <laughs> no, but, um, and then the, it was just kind of loosey-goosey. I had never taught a class mm-hmm. um, with Silver Sneakers. Mm-hmm. So my new boss was like, hey, you know, would you mind subbing a class, blah, blah, blah. And I, it was perfect because it was in Fullerton, which is near my dad's house in Orange County. I said, yes. Okay, here's the thing. Haven't 
really done it before, mm-hmm. but I just watched all the silver sneakers online. I was like, I could do this. This is easy as You hell. haven't taught seniors, but oh, you, yeah. you've instructed full classes before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some other I've, places. Yes, I've taught classes before, but I have never a silver sneakers class. I have. <coughs> this was my first. So going in, I was, I was a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I, I was feeling the nerves, feeling the jitteries, mm-hmm. but a woman who I love always, and her name is Lois. And Lois and I are soul sisters, and we've already decided to be best friends, and I want to be a part of her bridge group. But she comes in, and she's like, just be yourself. (laughs) Do what you do. And then sat in her chair, and I was like, you know what, Lois? You're right. So she was a student in the class? She was. So I thought it was going to be like five, maybe ten. Is that the right word, students? Do you have students? It would be, stu- I, I guess, right clients word. or students. You yeah. could say clients, mm-hmm. but... Student sounds like there's books involved. Yeah, there's no, there's no books. Uh-huh. Anyway. But so your Lois, body Lois should book, am I wrong? a member of the class. Yeah, Lois. There was two Loises. There's Lois in the blue, Lois mm-hmm. in the gray. So there's how many m- women total? Um, Are oh, they all women, or did you have small There's a couple dudes? husbands there. Okay. A couple husbands with their wives. Now, do they enforce, like... If a 35-year-old tried to sneak in, would they boot him out? Yeah, you're not okay. allowed to. No, 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 so no, no. Strictly we, seniors. 55 or older. Okay. Get out of here, youths. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't, I don't need you. Yeah. Um, That's not your demo. Nope. Uh-huh. Not, not my people. No. I, I, I need up. <laughs> I need you to not hear me. I need you to just kind of see me and mimic me. That's all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, get up there feeling good about myself. And guess what? The class was full. 40 people. 40 people. 40. All eyes Beautiful, on you. Beautiful, silver-headed foxes just coming in. Um, holy crap. So I, I was a little nervous, but then I was like, you know what, Katie? Just go talk to them. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, this isn't a show. You're not, like, waiting in the wings to, like, awe them. So I just started meeting everybody, and, man, did I learn a lot. Like, you know, Priscilla has a really bad knee. What I love about elderly people uh-huh. is that they will tell you their ailments oh yeah and it will be specific mm-hmm. and the thing is i've had most of these ailments as well so it was just like we're just shooting the crap see i didn't say the s word yeah that was yeah you. listen uh-huh. to me so i started and it was almost like a bad stand-up set uh-huh. where you're like okay everybody <laughs> but then something changed boo because really? my in my playlist Flashdance started oh, playing. Oh, so you get to, did you curate your own playlist? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. And so I was like, who's seen Flashdance? And people raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And I said, we don't sit for Flashdance. Everybody up. And then I made them all do like freestyle dancing. <laughs> so what do you mean? Were they sitting beforehand? Yeah, it's a seat. Well, sometimes you can, it's a seated and uh, they stand behind their chair doing. Oh, so everybody's got a chair. Yeah, everyone has a oh, chair. Okay. okay. Yeah. So everyone got up. And, and once that flash dance song went, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I just went with the music. Yeah. I went with the vibes. And then everybody just started dancing. And I said, don't think about it. Fitness is fun. Don't and we just <laughs> follow your instincts. <laughs> yeah, dance. <laughs> don't think about it. I made them do that chicken. I mean, well, it was all arm exercises, uh-huh. but it did look like silly dances. So, so do you incorporate? Is the chair part of the workout? Yes. Or it's just there in case they get tired. It's there. I do incorporate the chair, but uh-huh. it's not like we're doing tricep dips due uh-huh. to 
you know, that's a hard move for anybody, but especially the elderly, yeah. uh-huh. active older seniors. So what are some exercises uh, that they would do with the chair? Okay, so with the chair, if you're sitting and you brace yourself, we have a we have some equipment. Though. Uh-huh. So what we did was we would take, um, I was about to say bungee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? A resistance band. Mm-hmm. It's tied around the chair, and we would do sit-ups. We would pull... Okay. The resistance band sit-ups. Okay. Hey, guess what else we did? What's that? Talk about improv training. We would get our weights. We would hold the weights straight out, and we would drive our car. Right. Oh, hey. Steer the bus. Are we going to go uh-huh. visit our grandparents? Not, um, not theirs because nope, they're long dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh-huh. and then, hey, let's go the other way because Google Maps mm-hmm. is a real pain. <laughs> you know what you should do when you're doing that exercise? You should encourage them to use their blinker. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah that, well, I told them all to throw away their licenses, you old bags of skin, because you don't need to be on the road. <laughs> that would be funny if you, like, kind of subtly <laughs> age-shamed age, age them. <laughs> oh, but it went good? It went so good. And afterwards, um, I was a little nervous because, you know, it's I, I just went to the door. Because I remember when I first went to Barry's Boot Camp, mm-hmm. the smash hit gym that made me fall in love with fitness, um, the, the, the cool instructor that was, you know, hi, I'm Ingrid and I have arms of steel, would stand at the door and, and would look at everybody and be like, good job, but like really meant it. And you felt like, oh, my God, Ingrid like, thought I did a good job. Like after the class? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like during the class she'd block the exits. No. Really, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of do that, too. You're not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah. Or bring your phones, which the dumbest rule ever. So anyway, post, post show, you were at the merch table. I was at, people. exactly. Uh-huh. I felt like a pastor at yeah. the, at, like trying to like, yeah. Oh, good job. I, you I do? do that at my show. Sometimes yeah. like, I'll, I'll stand, you know, in the back and like, you know, greet people as they leave. And this one woman comes up to me. She's like, are you married? And I said, yes, I'm about to be. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And she was like, Oh, I have a son. Oh, and I was like, "That's adorable." You're adorable. She wanted she to, wanted to set up. me up. <laughs> Boo! You better, Back you better off. lock this down. Back off, Blanche. Listen, <laughs> how dare you? That was Priscilla. 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 Who? Oh, you know, age is all in the mind. Boo! Mm-hmm. That's what me and Priscilla were talking yeah. about. Oh, and then I did your joke in the middle of the class. Which one? So Lois had to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So when she came back in, I said, Lois, number one or two? And she goes, always number one. And I was always like, number- okay. I'm a lady. I never number two. <laughs> I haven't number two since 1974. And Lois left and she said, they liked you. Mm-hmm. That you did good. You'll be back. And I was like, I'm in with Lois. It was like being a part of the mob, you know? Like, I felt like she was, mm-hmm. like, the godfather. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. A lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm loving it. So you're kind of a, a floating temp right now, but then, what, September you're going to start teaching Yeah, I regularly? have my own classes in Bassett Park, everybody. So mm-hmm. get, if you're 55 and older in the Bassett Park area, you're welcome. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be your teacher. I'm, good. I'm like Michelle Pfeiffer, except minus the leather jacket and the whole movie. What? The Dangerous Minds. Didn't you ever see that? Yeah, what's that got to do? I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just started it. 
You got some troubled youth that sneak in the class and need some guidance. What did some troubled seniors maybe? It's just going to be the exact same thing. And then I'm going to, you know, make them learn about Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Why Bob Dylan? When I go to my head. Oh, wait. Oh, is that? I've never seen the movie. You've never seen the movie? No. When I go to my grave, my head will be high. Head will be high. What does that mean? You don't know what this means? Oh, my gosh. I I know the reference to the movie, but I've never seen the movie. Well, it's, I mean, it's a doozy. Uh Oh, Talk about some some real just tough stuff. That'd be funny if in your classes you had like uh, uh, detention, like like, like Lois in the corner. Like they need Nothing. to stay after class for some extra training because <laughs> they were goofing off. But it was so you know what was actually really great as well. Uh, they said, "Oh, this was such a, a lot of." Um, the peeps leaving said, hey, that was a, I actually worked out. I actually got a workout. That was, that was good because Silver Sneakers is kind of just like, hey, sit in your chair and move your legs, Uh you know, and do toe taps. But it was like, no, I kept getting them up and down and just distracting them by doing exercises. And it felt good to actually treat them like, oh yeah, no, you're, your person, yeah. yes, you're older, but you just gotta you gotta get these muscles maintained, and you you just keep going. You just keep going. <laughs> now I have an accent. I don't know what accent this is. Oh, this is Captain Moogle. <laughs> I've been with my dad a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it's mm. been really great. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> and my boss asked me what size shirt I am, and I said. A men's large because I have a long torso up top, and he gave me a high five, and I knew we were going to be friends. Things are working out. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> long torso people, we have a tough time with shirts. So, yeah, but it was really fun. I have a wide torso. Oh, mm-hmm. I I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's great, Boo. Seriously, that's Thank awesome. You, I I can't think of a better gig for you. Other than podcasting and stand-up comedy, but like, oh, thank you. Just yeah. no, what, it's fun. That is tailor-made for you it's to just teach neat. seniors fitness. Well, and I feel really grateful because this past year, like COVID, obviously world shut down, sucked. But my self-esteem was so in the crapper regarding fitness. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean? I just didn't. It's funny as a trainer, you're like, I don't know. I knew how to do all the moves, but. The moves. <laughs> no, but I, you know, you're still training. You're still trying to get better yourself. It's, um, I just kind of had a low self-esteem as a teacher. Like, huh. I didn't feel like I was very, I didn't really have confidence. And then doing one-on-one training, I mm-hmm. thought was only for, like, real professional trainers. Uh-huh. But once I did that this past year, it was so cool because all of that just kicked in. Mm-hmm. When, you know what I mean? When, when... I don't know. I was so nervous, but I was like, wait, I've been doing this for a year. And, and I was, I was, I did a, I felt good about it. I think I did a decent job. Well, it's like I told you, you know, the, the night before you were very nervous. Oh, I was dying. And I, I was I, crying. I just reminded you to be confident because you're not, they're not asking you to go do something that you don't have experience with. Yeah. They're not asking you to go, you know, rebuild an engine or, you know, right. you're this, you've got a lot of experience in this. You, you've got a lot of expertise. You know what you're doing. Yeah. So just go in and be confident and have fun. And I was so scared. But when I, I had those words in my and 
in my head, boo, thank you. Because I was like, okay, just be confident. Just be confident. Because, yeah, you don't want to take a class from somebody that's like, oh, I don't know, go ahead and yeah. lift your hands up. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just, it was neat because, and then Lois saying that to me in the beginning of just be yourself. Just mm-hmm. don't, because, you know, you can get caught up trying to do other people's silver sneaker routine, here's the syllabus, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. it's like, wait, no, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I have to do a good job, but make it with a catered twist. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really fun. And it was just, it made me feel so good because I think with anxiety, I have so much of it. And in my head, I could get lost and, and worst case scenario it. And I mean, there was a moment before, the day before, I was like, maybe I should just cancel and whatever. And I was like, no, Katie, don't cancel. You did this. You can do this. And I showed up and I did it, even though I was scared shitless. Mm -hmm. And that just, and I survived and I did a good job. And so when I just have to remind myself of that, when I get so anxious and Mm -hmm. scared of stuff, because it's like, no, you just prepare yourself and, and put yourself out there. And then if it doesn't go great, you, you live through it and Mm -hmm. you do it again, you know? So Life lessons with yeah. Katie. When, when you're prepared, it, I always equate it to like baseball. Like, I don't know. When I play baseball, I, was, I, was, I wasn't great, but I was good. But I, I, you want that next at bat. Like, put me in, coach. I got this. Let, yeah. me, let me swing the bat. Let yeah. me, let, as opposed to someone who's never. Now, I, I don't want to go into a field hockey game because I've never played field hockey. Yeah. But like, oh, okay, I'm, A, I'm a baseball player. B, there's a game going on. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to bat, coach. Put me in. Yeah. Like, let, me, let, me, let me go take my hacks and see what I can do. Yeah. So when you're prepared and, and you're, you've got some skill or, or talent mm-hmm. in that field, like, yeah, let, let's go swing the bat and see what happens. Well, and it's all, yeah. And it's, I think, so neat because I think women especially, we, I don't know what the statistic is. I know it's crazy. But a lot of uh, women who are overqualified for jobs don't go for it mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, I, I, I don't have enough. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we never feel ready. And guys are absolutely a lot of the, in the statistic, mm-hmm. are underqualified and go for the same jobs and end up getting them because they put themselves out there and then they just kind of figure it out. Well, ladies, come on. We're okay. I've never really thought about that, but yeah. I know a million cocky dudes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever met a cocky woman. I mean, I, well, I, I don't want that to sound mm, sexist, but like, what I, I mean is, 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 <laughs> is confidence and arrogance and cockiness, is that inherently a male trait? I think you, no, maybe from, from my, when I heard that statistic, I was like, oh yeah, of course, because we're always, you I don't know. The, our society is just kind of like, oh, you're not ready. Yeah. Oh, you're not pretty enough. Oh, you're not skinny enough. Oh, your skin's gross. Oh, everything. You know what I mean? We yeah. just are trying to live up to this perfect image, right? And guys are kind of told, yeah, you're awesome. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying guys don't struggle with that either. And I'm not saying marketing doesn't do the same thing with men. Mm-hmm. But it's a different confidence. You guys get that room mm-hmm. to be like, go ahead, give it a shot. Yeah. And girls are like, oh, you better be fucking ready yeah. and perfect at this job because this is your one shot. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, get out of here. Huh. So we don't really get to do the reps yeah. and we don't really get grace. I'm not going to say all over the board. I'm not going to, you know, but from 
that just made a lot of sense to me because I, I never feel ready. I remember starting acting and in Groundlings, I remember being like, I'm not good enough and stuff. I was just as good. Looking back, I'm like, yeah. God damn, younger Katie, why didn't I just take a second? But I had so much anxiety and I just didn't think I was good enough. And I was a forever student because I thought, okay, I'll just take so many classes and uh-huh. then I'll be ready. Hmm. And guess what? We're never ready. Yeah. You're never ready for the next thing. You're always going to be nervous, but you just have to have confidence. And when you when you say that to me, it's like, okay, okay, be confident. It's so hard for me even now because it's instilled in me to just kind of be quiet and small in the corner. I mean, and, and, but that's not who I am. And so it's just been a really cool, challenging thing to be like, wait a minute. No, I am, I am a strong person and I am smart and I can do this. And Hey, if I mess up, I mess up and I'll learn and I'll keep going. Absolutely. And instead of, and coming in with that kind of attitude, instead of, Oh my gosh, I'm going to fail, which I've done at so many jobs. And that's why I've quit so many. And I just, I, I just didn't give myself a chance. Mm -hmm. And so it was just such a neat thing. And I, I appreciate you so much, Boo, because it's not, I know it's so silly because it's just, oh, you did a silver sneakers class. But for me, this was big. And and you reminded me, like, you're good. You could do this. Mm -hmm. And and when somebody believes in you, it's like the best feeling in the whole world. And I don't know. I just, I really appreciate that. Wow. Well, I'm real proud of you, Boo. I think that's awesome. And I think anytime anyone is doing anything that, I don't know how to phrase this, but like, this is something, this has been kind of a goal of yours. Yeah. Like this, this isn't just a job job and and not dissing job jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all had job jobs. We've all had jobs that we don't necessarily give a shit about, but you know, I need this to pay the rent. But anytime you're doing something that you have an interest in or you have a talent for or a knack for, that's the best. Like you whatever it. it is. Yeah. And I you know, it's easy for me to say this like as a comedian or whatever, but like whatever it is, whatever you're into, yeah. when you pursue that, like kudos. Yeah. You know, like it's a good thing. Life's too short. And and again, I know we all need to pay the rent and pay the bills, but Life's too short to spend 40, 50 hours a week doing something you don't give a shit about, you know, ideally. And, and again, I understand some people, you just got to take what you can take because you got responsibilities and bills or whatnot. But if ever you can get to that point where like, oh, I'm doing something that I enjoy or something mm-hmm. I have a passion for, even not a passion, but just an interest in, that is so much, you're so much further along than the average person who's just punching a clock doing something they don't care about. So yeah. like. The fact that you, you know, I always, I I equate it to this. One of my favorite quotes of all time, uh, obviously big baseball fan, uh, huge Pete Rose fan. Some, if you don't know baseball, you probably don't know who Pete Rose is. And if you do know baseball, you know his scandal. He, he got banned from baseball for betting. He he had a gambling issue. Anyway. Who amongst us? I always, (laughs) when I was a little kid, I heard this quote and I, and I just, and it pertains to me now with, with comedy. But he said, I can't believe, no, other than the, the monetary figure I'm about to throw out, that does not pertain to me. But he said, I can't believe they pay me millions of dollars mm. to do something I would gladly do for free. You think about that. I love that. Like, yeah. That, and, and to me, that's a good measuring stick for, for your career or your employment or whatever. Like, uh, and, and comedy is that way for me. Would you do it for free? 
Mm-hmm. Comedy, yeah. And mm-hmm. I have done it for free yeah. for years. Yeah. I've done more free shows than I've had paid shows, even after all these years. Uh, but my point is, like, ask the average person working wherever, hey, would you do that job for free? Hell no. I'm only doing this because I, I need the money. i got to pay my bills. But comedy or fitness or whatever it is yeah. that you're into, yeah. if you would do it for free, then you're already winning. I'm getting paid to do something I would, I, I have done and would gladly do for free. That just seems like a bonus. And I think I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And I also think when you're in that in-between phase of having a job that maybe isn't necessarily your dream job and it's just paying the bills, you're still in that place for a reason. And so there is that. My One of my favorite quotes is uh, Abe Lincoln, which is, whatever you are, be a good one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's like you're there. I mean, I met you at Spitz at a restaurant job that I barely got out of bed for because I was so depressed. And I was like, I need to have a job. And listen, it was, you know, that was a learning experience. But I showed up. I did my job. And... I met one of the, some of the greatest people I've ever known Mm -hmm. and my boo. (laughs) So how awesome. But if you're in this place, I think it's easy when we're younger to be like, okay, I just want to get here and Mm -hmm. then I'll be happy or here, then I'll be happy. And yes, of course, this isn't your dream job working at a Chick-fil-A or whatever the hell. However, guess what? Everyone around you, it's probably not their dream job either. And Mm -hmm. maybe you're there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So why not make it good? You know? It's that song, Love the One You're With. Like, you're there. Okay, let's do our best. And then, like, you know, reflect after. Don't just try to survive. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I have this job. What What am I good at in this job that I that I think, okay, maybe, oh, I, I really like talking to customers or I really like doing this or mm-hmm. whatever. Take those little pieces and those are going to be the puzzle to your career. You're going to take those little things and it's all going to magically come together, I promise you, because listen, I went through, I got fired from a fish house for like not doing the test right, like, because I had so much anxiety and I was devastated and I remember crying and it's like, yeah, but I wasn't prepared, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really take it seriously. I thought I was too good for it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that could have been a really fine job, to be honest. And I don't know. I just, I think just give yourself credit and give the people around you credit because, Treat people how you want to be treated, and it's going to be a good experience. I really believe that. I don't know. I think it's great, Boo. Yeah. I, I just, I think you're such a perfect fit. Oh, it, it was so much fun. And it was so neat to just be able to see people that aren't, like, paid attention to. I, yeah. I just hate when people talk down to older people or when people ignore older people. Mm-hmm. And I know I make fun of my dad, but, like, seeing my mom in that rehab center and and seeing how people, we, we live in a society that does not appreciate age. Mm-hmm. In, any, in Italy, in any other, like, yeah. another country, people that are older are celebrated. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's a respect. Mm-hmm. There is a, okay, yes, I see you. And, and here it is like you are just discarded and put in a place where you wouldn't put your pet probably mm-hmm. like these rehab facilities and all you know old people's homes and i understand look it you're the people in your family that are older this is a whole different rant guys sorry but it it's 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 set up in a way where we're not supposed to respect old people and that's that's how we've set up our healthcare system mm-hmm. and i just 
I love that for that 45 minutes, I get to make, I, I kept saying, it's not about me. I don't care if I look like a weirdo, just, and if you, if you have a problem, I, I'm going to, I looked at every single person in the eye. Mm-hmm. I just, I was with them. And it is like a stand-up comedy experience of like, no, I see you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you're doing really great. And it just, it felt awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, it was it was a pretty pretty good little Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a great point. Like I always love that. Uh, you ever heard that quote? I, I don't know who uh, said this originally, but uh, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. Like, and I'm guilty of it too. Me you too. know, with, with my family, and you know, but the irony is, you know, older people. I don't know. Everything in our society is so geared towards young people. Even now, I feel aged out. Oh, I'm aged you know? out, hundred percent. Like I remember when I was in radio. Um, uh, it's the first time I learned this, but uh, they were talking about um, mo. And this goes for radio. It goes for television. Most advertisers are targeting uh, eighteen to twenty-four. Yeah. Like eighteen, because they yeah. don't make the most money, but they have the most disposable income. They got the least responsibility, so yep. they can afford to buy you know, hamburgers and, and albums mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, but just, and, and the irony is like old people, older people, there's no substitute for experience. And, and, and I don't even necessarily mean in a, in a specific field, but just life experience. Like these, you, your average 75 year old taking a fitness class at the YMCA, they've got boatloads of, of experience mm-hmm. and knowledge and wisdom that, you know, like, and they know themselves really well, and they will let you know, hey, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. And and I love, there is just this, I don't give a crap, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, and and that's what I love about it, and and that's what we love about all of our our goats, if you will. We mm-hmm. love the I don't give a crap attitude. This is who I am, mm-hmm. and sell and and look at what I what, what I can do. Yeah, and and what's great about that is. Look around you because there are people that are around you that just need somebody to say, hey, like, I see you and you're doing great. And hey, how about this or whatever? Like if you're in a management position or whatever, there are little weirdos that are probably introverts that are hiding or, you know, it's it's hard to see people. And I just think we all can do it and I need to work on it every single day because I could get so self-involved and so wrapped up in my own crap Mm -hmm. that it's like, wait, no, just like, and it's not my job to be the policeman Mm -hmm. of the world, but it's good to open your eyes and just be present and notice, oh, okay. These, I think older people are amazing and they're so hard on themselves. I mean, I, w- I kept saying, like, calm down. You're okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to lift 50 pounds. Yeah. You're older. That's okay. Yeah. Why, you know, it, it, we're, we're all so hard on ourselves because we aren't, not everybody is 18 to 24 mm-hmm. because that's the, you know, all the commercials and all the demographics, like you said, it's like, oh, flashy cars and look how everybody's young and look blah, 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 and everyone's cool with a Land Rover. And, and then when you're in your 30s, you're supposed to have a golden retriever and a Jeep. And when you're in your 40s, you're supposed to have kids go to USC. And you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's such marketing tools mm-hmm. where it's like, no, we're all these weirdos that are interesting little butterflies that are all just supposed to exist together and, and do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the irony is like, yeah, everybody, you know, yearns for the the days of yore when you were young and what. Oh, not me. Young people, 
I mean, with all due respect, young people don't know shit. We're the worst. I, I think about myself. <laughs> just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think about myself when I was young and, and just, you know, I was cocky and I was sure of myself. And, and I look back and I'm like, you didn't know shit about shit. You didn't know S about F. Yeah. Am like, I right? and, and that's to me, that's the irony of like the young, and, and not not being a reverse ageist. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't, I never want to be one of these people that, you know, looks down on young people. But if we're being honest, your average 19 year old doesn't know shit about anything. No. You know, but yet that's everybody, you know, yearns to be young again and, and, and we kind of put youth on a pedestal. But like, I, if I'm at a party, I'd much rather talk to the 75-year-old than the 19-year-old. Oh, 100%. They have much better stories. Yeah. Much better insight. Yeah. Experience. Sometimes I think what I'm trying to learn is listening. People just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes listening is the greatest gift you could ever do. And mm-hmm. actually being, okay, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your name? Oh, okay. Wait, what's going on? Why? Just invest. Being almost a journalist in your life. Because that, that's where you're going to learn and grow. And I don't know. I just, I always thought I had to take over a room and I still struggle with it. Like just nervous energy and talking a mm-hmm. bunch and it's about me. Let me perform. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's about, okay, I'm in this experience. I'm here. Mm-hmm. And let me learn about, oh, it's someone's birthday. This is somebody else's birthday. I don't really know. Let me meet their friends. Okay, let me just kind of take a back seat because this isn't about me mm-hmm. tonight or whatever. I don't know. Now I'm just rambling, but I, you're I welcome. You're I welcome, America. <laughs> I keep saying America. I get it, boo. Thanks, well, that's boo. awesome, boo. Uh, I, I think that's wonderful. Um, I can't wait to see what's around the corner for you. Oh, it's it, going it, to be fun. We're going to have so many. Oh, the themed classes. And I'm going to introduce these lovies to Rihanna because I think it'll change their life. <laughs> it will change their life. In other news, uh, we've made some progress this week uh, on the wedding. Hell yeah, man. Uh, we, we talked uh, previously about how we locked down a venue, mm-hmm. and that's great. Uh, we locked down some catering this week. Yes. Yeah, very excited about the catering. You know, we were toying with the idea of maybe getting the taco truck or the In-N-Out truck or, or whatever, but um, uh, you had an old buddy step up and reach out yes. and, and offer to uh, uh, cater us. And uh, I did some a little research on him, looked at looked at some of his stuff, and, the dude, and, and we had a nice talk. Uh, I wasn't trying to be too, uh, like, putting him through the paces, but, you know, just... Well, this is your... No, food is important. Mm-hmm. You love your foodie. Yeah, and... Uh, and he's know. a foodie, too. And yeah. he's an amazing chef. He knows his stuff. Travis Taylor. Yeah, shout out to Travis Taylor. Uh, Travi. Taylored Events, uh, T-A-Y-L-O-R-D-E-V-E-N-T-S, tailoredevents.net is where you can reach him. And uh, I, I'm assuming he just, you know, services uh, Southern California area. But, uh, dude, we, we, we had a long talk, uh, really detailed about the menus, and uh, we're going to use them both nights. Uh, so the wedding is, is Saturday, but Friday, not this Saturday, but just on a Saturday. Uh, and then the night before on Friday, we're going to have a, not necessarily a rehearsal dinner because we're not really doing the traditional, you know, no. you're not going to have a, a fleet of bridesmaids. No. I'm going I'm to have a best man, but that's about it. Yeah, and I have a best woman. Um, so, you know, not a lot to rehearse in that regard, but just kind of a, uh, a pre-wedding party on Friday night. So that uh, we've kind of decided uh, for Italian. Yeah, do a big Italian spread. Woo! 
And Girl. Uh, Travis, uh, he really helped us in this regard because you and I were kind of debating. You didn't necessarily want buffet style. And I thought like table service, like classic waiter service style might be a little much and a little pretentious. And I didn't even think about this, but he was like family style. Yeah. We bring out, you know, a huge, you know, portion of this, a huge portion of that and set it on the table. And everybody just kind of grabs what you want, passes it down. So we're doing a big family style uh, Italian spread on Friday night. Yes. And then uh, after the wedding on Saturday night, we're doing a big family style uh, barbecue slash southern meal. Ooh. And uh, he's, he's doing the whole thing. He's, and I, I was like, you smoke your, your meat, right? <laughs> That's, that was probably my first question. But, uh, yeah, he knows, knows what he's talking about. Legit barbecue. He's going he's gonna to do some brisket. He's going to do us some pulled pork. going to do some ribs, probably some smoked chicken. Then we're going to have a whole bunch of sides, collard Corn greens. bread. I can't wait for Corn the cornbread. Corn bread, That's collard greens, fried okra. I was I was a little hesitant to even ask fried okra because I just, coming from the south out here, I, I you don't find much good fried okra on the west coast. And uh, I've met a lot of people who don't even know what the hell it is. But he's like, oh, absolutely. I do fried okra. Aww. I do his collard greens. We're going to do like Shredders. a mac and cheese. We're going to do like a broccoli cheese casserole, cornbread. Oh, boy. Uh, multiple barbecue sauces. Going to do like a, a South Carolina mustard sauce. We're going to do like a kind of a, a sweet sauce. Oh, 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 I'm he so excited. He is a fantastic chef. I remember when he was going to culinary school, and he also was doing stand-up at the time. I don't know if he's still doing stand-up, but he's one of the funniest, smartest people ever. He's just a doll, and the fact that he reached out, it's just meant to be mm-hmm. as in, oh, in um, Yiddish, that is beshert. Okay. That means meant to be. Meant to be. So this was meant to be. He yeah. was. It was written in the stars. So tailored events. Look yeah. it up, guys. Yeah. He's awesome. So I, I, I think. I mean, I'm excited to marry you, but I'm also. You're more excited I'm, about I'm the food. Very it's excited okay. About I get the food. it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I understand. But yeah, and like, uh, oh, the Friday with the Italian, we're gonna do like he's gonna do cheese plates, charcuterie plates. I love cheese plates. Oh, the farts. Couple of different pastas, <laughs> bread. Oh, oh, I'm so excited going to be awesome it, it, it's going to rock so uh yeah shout out to tailored events and uh man and i i, I this is a relationship that i want to maintain moving forward no same i want to i want to hire him just for parties oh and what's great is travis is such a um he's such a smart person like he's probably in one of your he's a smart person club like what's that mazers or whatever i'm, I'm not in yes mensa. you are I'm you are in mensa, mensa. you no. can be because you of your saying, iq you you're that. in the smart people club I'm but he's in, in the smart people club too mm-hmm. he has like one of those iqs it's like oh mm-hmm. boy he's talking i have to go google everything you're saying <laughs> but um yeah and he's just so humble too so it's just yeah i knew you guys would jack and i love i knew it it just logistically it's going to be a lot easier just to deal with one person to handle both nights of food as yeah. opposed to like getting the taco truck on Friday and somebody else on Saturday. So he's going to handle the whole spread Friday and Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So stoked. So, yeah. Awesome. So we got the venue locked down. We got the catering locked down. We got a few other uh, things that we're working on. We got to figure out lodging for the guest. And, you know, I think we've decided on the Krispy Kreme cake. Heck yeah. Yeah. Krispy Kreme donuts, y'all. Instead of a traditional cake, we're just going to do a Krispy Kreme tower. And that's really COVID safe as well. Everyone gets their own specific piece. (laughs) We are doing family style diet anyway. Yeah. All right. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I'm just super stoked about it. We're going to have an open bar. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to provide us with a bartender. So oh, we're, we're going to go out and buy all the booze at, you know, at, at discounted, you know, at uh, and weed drinks. So BevMo or whatever. For those of you that oh, want to yeah. partake in What's that. What's that stuff you, you used to drink? Lagunitas. Uh, Lagunitas. What was it called? I forget. Uh, Hi Fi. Hi Fi. Yeah. Was, That's what it was called. It was kind of like a, a 
It was basically just soda water, yeah, but in a beer can. Weed but infused it was, <laughs> soda water. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Zero Delish. calories. Delish. Zero but calories. Yeah, so open bar, Italian spread on Friday, uh, Southern barbecue spread on Saturday. Um, oh, yeah. It was I'm delish. Excited. I'm working on playlists. Oh man, guys, uh, he's we'll get into it. that next week. Uh, I, I got four different playlists going right now. I got yeah. I got a Friday night uh, pre party playlist. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. got Saturday pre ceremony, mm-hmm. so more of the softer, sweeter, sentimental, you know, romantic stuff. I got Saturday post ceremony where you know I'm going to get a little rowdier, a little, little drive by truckers, a little CCR. Ooh, okay. And then I also made a uh, what I I think is a pretty pretty banging dance playlist. Nice. So you know that's you and I have never danced together, not you, in public. Oh, we dance a lot at home. Yeah. Well, oh, I love to dance. So we're I'm gonna I'm gonna cut a rug. Listen, you don't even know what's gonna come at I'm you because get down. guess what? It's a little bit of this. Yeah, they can't see. And that a little either. bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Wedding Singer last night. I'm in the mood. I watched Wedding Singer last night. Oh, my babe. I'm not a typically. I'm not a huge fan of John Lovitz. His, oh, his comedy yeah. always kind of annoyed me. But man, he crushed that role as the rival Wedding Singer. And then he he uh, he offends them somehow when they're uh, kind of auditioning him. Oh uh, yeah, Drew Barrymore's character. And he he's, I forgot what he said. He, he insulted Adam Sandler's character and. She's like, oh, well, okay, well, you've just inspired me to hire a DJ. And he goes, well, good luck finding a DJ that can move and shake like this. And he just does this double oh, shimmy. the shimmy. <laughs> no, and and right after when Adam Sandler plays his song, oh. the half that he was with Linda, yes. and then half when it was when she broke up yeah. with him. Put a bullet in my head. <laughs> and then John Lovitz is in the corner with the curtain. He's losing his mind. He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. And he just takes the curtain and slowly. <laughs> Totally shuts it. Man. Oh man! But yes, they were so. cones. <laughs> so yeah, got got the playlist going. We'll get into that next week. Oh um, man! But yeah, nice. we're, things are coming together. It it's really is. Together, so so thank you for the happy thoughts and and for those of you that don't do happy thoughts, thank you anyway. Because you know what? I appreciate your honesty. What are you talking I about? I don't know. Who doesn't do happy thoughts? I don't know. It does smell. Does the fr- Oh, did we talk does about smell that? Fr- no, well, Cecil did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cecil stunk up the fridge. There's, There's something. something in the fridge, guys, yeah. and it's it's seeping yeah, out of the got vent. Like a open can oh. of potted meat or something. Yikes. Um, yeah, he loves potted. He asked if we're going to have potted meat and Vienna sausages at the wedding. It's like, we can do better than potted that. Potted meat? Yeah. Well, I might have to drink the juice or something for these stones. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, Boo, good luck with the uh, kidney stones. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, I'll, I was going to tell you to sit in a bathtub, but then I forgot about our previous conversation. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. I will sit in that bathtub, and I will enjoy it because you know what? I'm not ashamed of my bodily functions, mm-hmm. unlike some people I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real prude. <laughs> I don't want to sit my own piss. Everyone does it. Everyone does it. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Okay. But where can we find you on the gram? KT Low Strandberg. Oh, I'm sorry. Put an at in front of it. Yeah. There you go. I think that's implied. People know. Sometimes people don't. That's true. 55 and older. Very hard. Any word of mouth? Did you see any good movies or anything this week? Oh. Did we watch anything fun this week? No. I feel like we Wait, did. did. I can't remember. I, oh, no. I can't keep up. Oh, yes. I, well, I did. Which? I'm obsessed with Ted Lasso. Okay. I, I watched one it. episode. I enjoyed it. Guys, Jason Sudeikis stars in the Apple original series, Ted Lasso. It, he won Best Actor. I think it was an Emmy or Golden Globe. But his character is just a delight. 
Um, he is a, it's a fish out of water story. He's a coach that's hired in the UK and he's a football coach, but he's, you know, in the UK, that's soccer yeah. and he's never done it. But, and it's a simple, you know, that's just the simple setup, but it has so much heart and it's just about doing your best and he has such a good attitude and, oh, I don't know. I'm just a fan. Yeah. It's a nice, you know what it is? It's like a nice warm cup of soup of mm. a show. Okay. And I love a cup of soup. Yeah. So whatever that cup of soup is to uh-huh. you. Yeah. Y- you know, that's the <laughs> metaphor <laughs> I'm going for. <laughs> But it's a great show. It's on Apple. Right on. Apple TV. Right on. You have any word of mouth to Uh Not really. I've just been watching a bunch of uh, political documentaries this week. I watched uh, the whole thing about the Kennedy dynasty. Ooh. The Kennedy curse. What's the curse? Oh, so many people in the Kennedy's family have died. Oh, Tragic yeah. deaths. Did you know that the... the plane crashes. A lot well, of planes. Well, well, yeah. 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 Uh, John. John Jr. died in a plane crash. Yeah. But um, obviously, John Kennedy died in... <laughs> Oh, in a, in a, sure. I was going to say an yep. automobile incident. <laughs> um, but did you know that uh, they had a sister, uh, for, not Kathleen, maybe, anyway. The one they sent away. Well, they. do you know why they sent her away? Because she was special needs, Well, right? she was special needs, and, and at first, like, to, if I understand the story correctly, not not severely, but just a little, you know, a little deficient mentally. and uh, I get it. But uh, is it Joe, the the uh, the, the patriarch, John F- JFK's dad, uh-huh. Joe Kennedy? They really they, love the Jays. They don't did they? Uh, they did like an experimental frontal lobotomy <gasps> on her, and yeah. it took her. Like I said, starting out, she had a slight deficiency, but it wasn't anything severe. After the lobotomy, it took her down to like a five year old's. Mentality, and then they just put her in a home, and she stayed there for like sixty years until she died. So they yeah. put her away. Yeah. They literally ruined her brain and put her yeah. away. So that that uh, Joe Junior died in the war. Uh, JFK obviously died. RFK died. Like just so many, so many tragedies. So in what? That. Why? Who's doing it? I don't know. That's that's the intriguing. Story. Beyonce is. Beyonce's behind Beyonce. all of it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, so, yeah, man. Been, I don't know why. I've been on a big so Kennedy kick fun. lately. I also watched uh, another documentary about uh, JFK and Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, girl, this, now you're talking my language. I'm loving that. Marilyn Monroe's house, her Palm Springs house, by the way, is a block away from our venue. Ooh. And that's the house where apparently she had a fling with JFK. Did and she die there? No, she died in her Brentwood home up in L.A. Mm. She had a fling with JFK, allegedly. She also, at the same time or somewhere in that timeline, had a fling with uh, Robert, the brother. So she's apparently oh, yeah. hooked up with both of them. And then I think it was more, she threatened to spill the beans on the relationship, but I think it was more than that. I think she had some intel that she wasn't supposed to have. And she died, her, her death uh, Mysterious. Right? Well, that's the story. So yeah, she OD'd on sleeping pills, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of suspicion around her death, and yeah. maybe you know someone had her rubbed out. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. But oh, Marilyn, she really, talk about anxious. Uh, Poor baby, deep, she had anxiety. Deep dive into the whole Ooh. Kennedy stuff this week, but uh, yeah, I got I <laughs> I wanted to watch this Kennedy documentary so much that I even got the uh, Hulu free trial. Uh, it's a, we have Hulu, like the, 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 the no ads, the, the no, but no, there's, uh, 
a bigger one Ooh. where you can watch like the live Hulu stuff. Anyway, I got the free trial just to watch that, and I like then it. I canceled it. Oh, you already canceled? <laughs> yeah. See, I always start the free, and then I'm like, why am I on the MLB app four <laughs> years later? No, you gotta. I know, ten ninety nine a month. No, it adds you, you, up. You gotta remember. You gotta. You gotta remember to cancel. Same with self help apps. <laughs> Those are not cheap. Luminicity. I'm talking to you. All right. <laughs> Golly. Uh Let's see. Anything to plug? I don't know. Um, yeah. What? What do we got to plug? How cute you are, am I right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I'm a cameo. Bathtubs. Uh, d- did a couple fun cameos <laughs> this morning. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Did, did, did you yell morning. at somebody? No, no. They were they were uh, they were sweet ones. They weren't. Uh, sometimes people ask me to roast their friends, oh. so those are fun where I can really because I'm not like a, a mean roast comic. But yeah. I, I've got that in me. You sure I've, do. I've got it in me. I just no, choose I've heard not to you. <laughs> I've heard a few of your cameos, remember? And I'm like, who the hell are you talking to? Jeez. Uh, you pumpkin but pie yeah. haircut freak. Um, <laughs> dumbdavestone.com for tour dates and yes. uh, cookbooks and uh, all things uh, Dave uh, can be found there, dumbdavestone.com. Uh, we've got, should we go ahead and plug our show? Yes, please. Does, July 31st, we. Uh, well, Dave is headlining, and I am grateful to be a part of. I'm doing a little bit of a spot um, in Long Beach. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Uh, I don't, wow, I don't know where it's wow, at. Wow, boo! Wow, <laughs> oh boy! Somewhere in Long Beach. Google it. Backyard show. <laughs> We're the worst. Uh, it's uh, the Wrigley Wrigley Comedy Show. So the Wrigley you, you Comedy Google Show. Wrigley. Uh, yeah, I've done it before. Ironically, that was the last show I did before COVID. And now the first show back. Welcome, uh, welcome so yeah. back, baby. Yeah, and they asked me to close. You know, those shows, I, I don't like saying I'm headlining. I'm doing like 15, 20 minutes. But um, I was like, yeah, I, I haven't done comedy in a year and a half. Can I just do a spot? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, you close. You, you'll, be, you'll be fine. So, yeah, if you want to come see uh, The Train Wreck, that is me trying to remember how to do stand-up comedy. And uh, me awkwardly doing yeah. fitness moves on stage. <laughs> come on back. Yeah, if you start bombing, you can just start, <laughs> All right, start everybody. teaching a class. <laughs> Raise the roof. <laughs> Stretch your arms to the sky. But, yeah, that's July 31st. Uh, I think that's a Saturday night coming up uh, pretty soon. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun. Hopefully we'll start doing more shows around town and uh, in preparation for our October tour. Yes. So, yeah. got. Uh, I, I don't know if tickets are on sale for any of those dates, but Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Reno. So, yeah, that's where we'll, we'll be in October. So, there. We'll see you in October. See you in October. April, May, June, July, August, November. <laughs> is that something you just made up? No, it's a Bob Marley song. Oh, is it? No, it's somebody. Hmm. Someone did that. Oh, boy. All right, boo. All right, boo. Keep us, uh, <laughs> keep us depressed on your, your kidney and urinary tract issues. <laughs> All right, everybody. Take a bath. We love you. <laughs> All right. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at the Stonebergs podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail. 
at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.